Ah, uh, good morning, folks. It's 9.07 and a half. It's, um, you see, April 21st. It's a Friday, and outside we've got uh, 57 degrees here on Columbus Road, they say. Headed up to 81 today. Wow. It's the party line on 970 AM and 97.3 FM WATH. Don's here. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Anyway, let's see here on this date of April 21st. Uh, today, a free-for-all. Um, let's see here. Let's do the, as we normally do, this historical events first, right? Yep. Um, Panapat, Panapat. The anyway, in the year 1526, quite a w- long time ago, the first battle of Panapat. Central Asian conqueror Babur defeats Sultan Ibrahim Lodi, or Lodi, and in so doing established the Mughal Empire in India. 1792 on this date, Brazilian revolutionary Tiradentes is hanged, drawn and quartered as well in Rio de Janeiro. That's, um, I I don't even want to go any farther. 1863 on this date. I don't know how you say this. Baha'u'llah, the founder of the Baha'i faith, enters uh, the Garden of Rivden near Baghdad. And uh, there he makes a declaration as a messenger of God during the 12 days spent there. 1918 on this date, World War I, German fighter ace Baron um, Manfred von Richthofen. Basically, um, there's a reason why they gave him a nickname, and that's because the, it's, it's so hard to pronounce his name. Anyway, the Red Baron, right? That's, that's who we're talking about. Shot down and killed over um, some part of France. Um, in a Canadian pilot, Arthur Roy Brown, is credited with the kill. 1989, thousands of Chinese crowd um, into Beijing's Tiananmen Square, cheering students and demanding greater political freedom. All right. Well, let's see here. Some famous birthdays. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Um, she um, was born in on this date in 1926. Uh, she died last year, 2022. Um, who else do we have here? Um, Bob Cleary. He's wearing, uh, in this picture, he's wearing a hockey helmet and a Harvard uh, um, shirt of some kind. Uh, Bob Cleary, born on this date in 1936. He died in 2015. Now, um, what do we have on him? He was an American ice hockey player, and he was a member of the American 1960 Winter Olympics team that won the gold medal. Yeah. And he was inducted into the United States Hockey Hall of Fame in 1981, and he played for Harvard. Yeah. Um, let's see, another birthday. Charlotte Bronte, born on this date in 1816, and she died in 1855. Um Kind of a nice picture of her, um, even though it's an old photograph, of course. Uh, w- w- what was her background? 
She was an English novelist and poet, the eldest of the three Bronte sisters who survived into adulthood and whose novels became classics of English literature, and her biggest uh, novel was Jane Eyre. Oh. I guess I should have known that one. Okay, and the last of our uh, few famous birthdays to mention is John Muir, M-U-I-R. He was born on this date in 1838. And he died in 1914. Um, what do we have on him? He was also known as John of the Mountains and Father of the National Parks, and he was an influential Scottish-American naturalist, author, environmental philosopher, botanist, zoologist, glaciologist, and early advocate for the preservation of wilderness in the U.S. Wow. Bunch of stuff there. Um... Oh, here's a picture of the Red Baron, I see. Folks, I'm sorry you can't, but um, as we say, uh, he died on this date in uh, 1918. Born in 19, I'm sorry, born in 1892. So let's do the math here. 30 years? Uh, I think so. Kind of young. But he was um, killed in an attack, as we mentioned earlier. Mark Twain, uh, he died on this date in 1910, his birth year, 1835. He was pretty cool. Let's see, Henry VIII, who became king of England on this day in history, deposed of two wives in his quest for a son and heir. Um... And during his lifetime, he married four others. <laughs> let's see, six wives. Hmm. All right. Um, I guess we've done most of that. Um, I came across this sheet. Um, oh, let's see. Well, in early April, and I've had it on my desk waiting to bring it in. And just uh, misplaced it for a little while. But uh, this is a, not a real long article or anything, but uh, it just caught my eye. It says, Ohio's most loved scent. And we're talking about, you know, um, an aroma or odor or whatever you want to call it. Scent. S-C-E-N-T. Um, in this... Um, this article um, reveals this information. So here we go. Ohio's most loved scent. Um, a new report which uh, scents Ohio residents love the most in honor of National Perfume Day was ba back in April 14th, I think. Um, what is What would you guess? Uh, Don, I hate to put you on the spot, but... Uh, I am anyway. What do you think is the most favorite aroma or scent here in Ohio? Pine, maybe. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, well, coming out on top, coffee. The smell of coffee. Um, number two, cinnamon. Okay, you're nodding your head. Number three, a new car. <laughs> Um, the article goes on, Ohio residents have a unique love for weird smells. From the scent of fresh-cut grass to the aroma of gasoline, they have a particular fascination with unusual fragrances. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Some outfit called BetOhio.com analyzed hundreds of Google searches of iconic scents over the past 12 months to find out which aromas Ohio residents have been searching for the most. 
As I mentioned, the smell of coffee takes the top spot. Looking at the total number of Google searches for the term smell of coffee in Ohio, um, breaking down the data, 4,920 people in Ohio searched that. And <laughs> uh, we're talking about in the last year. So from April to um, February, I guess. No, March. March. I forgot one. Let's see, what else did they say? A smell of cinnamon and a new car follow closely behind with the leading choice in second and third place with 3,960 searches for cinnamon. And 3,840 searches for the, the smell of a new car in the interior, you know? Anyway, let's see, what else do we have here? Coming in fourth, no, one, two, three, four, yes, fourth is the smell of melting chocolate, followed by the smell of vanilla, then the smell of nail polish, the smell of log fires, the smell of a Christmas tree, and of course they mean a, a, a real tree, not artificial, the smell of bacon, and then the smell of fresh flowers. Well, anyway, I'm sure after that, who knows. <laughs> um, we, we have a number of studies that we have printed and I have piled up over here in the corner of the studio. Uh, did one catch your eye? There's quite a few. Okay, which, which one uh, should we go into? Pick one. Because uh, they're all kind of lengthy. Um. In the meantime, folks, it's nine, almost nine twenty. Um, I think I mentioned that we're going to get up to eighty-one degrees today, and, and they say partly sunny throughout the day. Uh, on the other hand, um, we've climbed from fifty-seven to sixty-five degrees just since. Uh, we came in the studio here, so in the last 20 minutes. By the way, tomorrow the high will only be 60, and it's supposed to be rain. Okay, so you picked one. Let's see what we got. In honor <coughs> of Earth Day tomorrow. In what now? In honor of Earth Day tomorrow. Earth Day tomorrow, yes. Um, okay, the topic he picked is 2023's greenest states. Okay. Uh, Eco-friendliness and personal finance are related. Our environmental and financial needs are the same in many areas, providing ourselves with sustainable, dream, uh, clean drinking water and food. Uh, we also spend money through our own consumption and taxes in support of environmental security. Last year, the United States experienced eight weather and climate disasters that caused one billion dollars or more in damage each with the total damage from all the events adding up to 165 billion dollars while some disasters are unavoidable others are exasperated by humans for example one big factor in the high amount of hurricanes in recent years has been unusually warm Atlantic water, the ocean. It's possible that living more, more sustainably and using greener energy sources could prevent us from having quite as bad hurricane seasons in the future. And a lot of money of... Um, um, a lot and, and saving a lot of money in repairs as a result. It goes on, we should all try to do our part to save the world for future generations. In order to highlight the green estates and call out those doing a poor job of caring for the environment, 
this uh, company I've told you about, Wallet Hub, uh, they do these studies for us. Well, I mean for the nation, but we, we get copies of them. Anyway, Wallet Hub compared each of the 50 states on 25 key metrics. So, um, just to mention a few of them um, environmental quality, eco friendly behaviors, and climate change contrib contributions. Okay, so um, let's see here. So there's uh, probably 51. Let's, let's look. No, they've got 50 listed. Uh, sometimes they include the um, District of Columbia as a separate item. But no, it's just 50 states. So um, the highest overall in all three, um, in the three areas basically that we mentioned, environmental quality, eco-friendly behavior. Um, anyway, when you total them up, it is Vermont. I'm not too surprised at that. My son Nick uh, ran a park up or a resort up there in Vermont for, um, I think that might have been one of his earliest assignments in that business. And uh, we visited him and it was beautiful up there. I'm a little surprised at who made second. New York State. <laughs> now we're talking about the greenest states in our nation. Third, California. Fourth, Hawaii. I loved living there. Fifth, Maryland. Sixth, Connecticut. Seventh, Massachusetts. Got a New England thing going there. Uh, eighth, Minnesota. Ninth, Washington State. Tenth, Maine. Okay, well, those are the top ten. Let's do uh, who are the poorest, right? So we'll do 40 th um, 41 through 50. Coming in 41st, Indiana. Coming in 42nd, North Dakota. 43rd, Oklahoma. 44th, Alaska. 45th, Kentucky. 46th, Wyoming. 47th, Alabama. 48th, Mississippi. 49th, Louisiana. And who do you think is dead last? You can probably see my writing over here. I can't, actually. Okay. okay. Uh, it's West Virginia. Okay. I was going to guess Florida. but <laughs> Really? Yeah. We had, we had them, uh, I don't know where were we. Let's see. Let me just look up Florida for a second. Uh, it comes in 35th. Okay. Where does Ohio come in? I'm going to guess mid-20s. Okay. Uh, you're close. 31st. Okay. Um, so in terms of air quality, Hawaii is the best. Then New Hampshire, Wyoming, North Dakota, and Vermont. Uh, once again, in air quality, who are the worst? Absolutely at the end is California and Arizona. Um... Okay, water quality. We're separating them out now. The best, California. Well, this looks like it's a tie almost. Uh, Six-way tie for highest. Water, California, Delaware, Hawaii, Iowa, Kentucky, and Massachusetts. Okay, who has the worst water quality? <laughs> okay. Uh, Wisconsin is 46th, Alaska is 47th, and in a three-way tie, Mississippi, New Jersey, and West Virginia. <laughs> All right. Well, 
Let's see. I guess, I guess that's enough on that one. So we'll set that over there. Um, what are the headlines today? Today, a free-for-all, as you've probably gathered. And it's uh, coming up on 928. And once again, in case you tuned in late, April 21st is the date. It's a Friday, folks. And um, we've climbed to 65 degrees outside on Columbus Road, headed to 81. No mention of precipitation really today, but tomorrow, yes. Um, okay, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Um, and it, it's just, these are all short blurbs, if you will. The, um, from New York Times today, headlines, In a nation armed to the teeth, these tiny missteps led to tragedy. They're referring again to the story we mentioned yesterday, a workman knocking on the wrong door, a cheerleader mistaking another car for her own, Small errors can have large consequences in a nation bristling with guns. Let's see. President of China. Um, China has rebuffed calls to restart high-level talks with the United States raising the risk of confrontation in contested areas like Taiwan Strait. Um, what we, we had a story a few days ago that China um, was it, help me, Taiwan that had overcome China's population? I think it was India. India. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's absolutely right. But China used to be the largest in terms of population. Now it has been passed by India. But um, you know, I certainly hope we can get a better relation established with China, like it used to be. Um, Israel's right-wing government has Jewish Democrats at a loss. American lawmakers defending Israel have often fallen back on what they call the country's shared democratic values. But, pre, but defending the current right, uh, let me get that better, but defending the current far-right government is, providing, is proving a lot more difficult. Did you get that one, or should I do it again? I think. I, I mean, I mean, I got it. But I had so many um, stumbles <laughs> in there. Let's do it one more time. American lawmakers defending Israel have often fallen back on what they call the country's shared democratic values, but defending the current far-right government is proving a lot harder. Much better. Not much better. My uh, delivery, not necessarily the statement. <laughs> Um, let's see here. The U.S. seeks healthy economic competition with China. That's according to our Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen. And she said the United States would continue to pursue a constructive economic relationship with China while protecting U.S. national security interests. Um... Our House of Representatives, uh, as I understand it, has voted to block transgender athletes from female sports teams. The Republican-backed bill would prohibit athletes who have transitioned from male to female from competing in women's sports. That's got to be complicated. Um, I guess I understand, but what a mess. All right. 
about world stories. Um, we will hunt you. That's a quote from Ugandans um, who are um, having to flee uh, ahead of harsh anti-gay law. Uganda, the bill, which passed last month, calls for life in prison for anyone engaging in same-sex relations. The president of Uganda, uh, Museveni, I think it is, congratulated lawmakers for their strong stand against LGBTQ people. Another item of world nature, the U.S. positioning troops for evacuation of American embassy in Sudan. Fierce fighting has trapped people in the capital, which is Khartoum, and the United States says it is conducting prudent planning to get diplomatic staff members out. In another story, again of world nature, flocking to one of the few specks of land in sight of a total eclipse. Tens of thousands have descended on a tiny town in Western Australia, hundreds of miles, uh, hundreds of miles from any city, to view a celestial spectacle, a total eclipse. How about uh, some headlines more specific to just our nation? Uh, the, Senate the Senate Democrats have invited the Chief Justice to testify on Supreme Court ethics. John G. Roberts, Jr. is our Chief um, Justice, and he was asked to appear before the Judiciary Committee committee after reports raised new ethics questions about Justice Clarence Thomas. Ah, dear. Okay. Um, Governor DeSantis has signed a law. He's uh, governor of Florida. Lowering death penalty thresholds down in Florida. This change will allow juries in the state to recommend a death sentence even if as many as four jurors vote against it. And in, in that being adopted, that's the lowest threshold in the nation. Uh, Malachi Robinson uh, the headline reads, Man gets nearly 22 years in prison for shooting teen in hate crime. Malachi Robinson lured a 16-year-old boy into a wooded area in Kansas City, Missouri. This was in 2019, and then he shot him eight times. That's according to prosecutors. And, um, remarkable, the boy did survive the attack, but um, Malachi Robinson has now been um, convicted and will receive 22 years in prison. And the uh, transgender athletes uh, bill, uh, that also shows up under the political category as a headline. Uh, let's see here. The for, um, signed letters, Mar-a-Lago dinners, Trump's personal touch in fighting DeSantis. Okay, so as we all know, uh, President Trump, former President Trump, has a home in Florida, Mar-a-Lago, right? I think that's what it's called. Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago, Okay. And uh, yet, he's been very outspoken 
Uh, he, he and DeSantis, the governor down there in Florida, are not real chums. <laughs> um, the former president has found a way to connect with Florida's congressional delegation in a way that the governor has not. You see, President Biden plans to nominate cancer surgeon to lead National Institutes of Health. The White House is expected to announce the selection of Dr. Monica Bertagnoli. Bertagnoli. Who last year became the director of the National Cancer Institute. Um, the White House is expected to make this announcement in the coming days. In uh, business news, it says franchisers facing challenges to business model punch back. Discontinued franchisees have found allies among state legislatures and federal regulators in pushing for new laws and rules. But the change has been slow. I'm not sure I understand this. Franchisers facing challenges to business model punch back. Well, I guess I'd have to get um, back on my computer to figure this one out. Okay, moving on. How freeing Ukraine's trapped grain rankled farmers elsewhere in Europe. I think we've had this story a bit before. When Russia's war blocked vitally needed grains at Ukrainian ports, officials succeeded in finding other routes out. But in the article today in the New York Times, it says, but the solution has brought its own problems. But they don't give us a clue here um, what those might be. All right. Technology, electric vehicle tax credit rules create chaos for consumers. Buying an electric car has become much more complicated because of restrictions on which models qualify for a federal tax credit up to 7500 bucks. Uh, what about Twitter? Elon Musk, right? Um, the owner of the social media service has begun to charge a subscription fee for the verica verification symbol. Your Twitter account. If you have it uh, account verified, it shows up, uh, I guess, as you uh, log in and, and to others as well. And... Um, Evidently, to get that verification, there's a, a fee. Um, in another story regarding technology, how to claim your share of Facebook's $725 million privacy settlement. It says anyone who had a U.S. Facebook account between May of 2007 and December of 2022 is eligible to apply, though payouts are likely to be small. I guess I didn't, don't remember this story particularly. Um, let's see here. I guess I've done all of these. That's good. Those are some of the headlines from the New York Times. Um, oh, no, I just found some more. Okay, let's see here. Okay. Um, a Mets uh, baseball player who, uh, Matt, Max Scherer, Scherzer, Scherzer, excuse me, way wrong. Max Scherzer was suspended for 10 games um, 
and that suspension came after umpires cited problems during inspections of his hand and glove. Some sort of sticky substance was there. And he will begin serving it, uh, this 10-game ban, immediately. Wonder what it was. And I, I guess I also wonder if it was intentional or not. But um, regardless, you're not supposed to have that. All right, let's see here. Naples, for the first time in three decades, the, uh, the team, the Italian soccer uh, team, stands on the... Um, on the cusp of the Italian soccer championship. And um, I guess that city is rocking. Uh, partying and having a great time looking forward to this uh, game. Let's see here. After years of tense negotiations to remain in the Bay Area, the A's... Um, said they had reached a deal to acquire a stadium site near the Las Vegas Strip. Huh. Uh, we can move to the arts category. You probably saw this morning on the news uh, or heard it on our stations that um, Alex Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, I should say, had been charged with involuntary manslaughter after the gun he was practicing, went, um, practicing with went off on a film set, killing the cinematographer. And um, uh, the prosecutors in that case have dropped the charges. But uh, the film's armorer still faces charges. That's the person who's in charge of the the weapons used on the set. Let's see here. Those don't catch my eye. Just skipped a couple here. Uh, the next section is all movies. Here's, uh, here's an interesting thing catches my eye. The fight over a drug that is great for horses, but horrific for humans. Drug dealers are mixing zelaxazine. Let's see if I said that right. Um, quiet phone. My phone was ringing. Um, xylaxine. Xylaxine. There, I think I did it better this time. It's an animal tranquilizer relied on by veterinarians. But drug dealers uh, evidently are mixing it into fentanyl with deadly results. But the article goes on saying that um, but controlling it is uh, tricky because um, it is widely needed by the veterinary community. President Biden has pledged $500 million to stop deforestation down in Brazil. The promise to help Brazil project, uh, rather protect the Amazon, must be approved by Congress, where Republicans are opposed to the foreign climate aid. We'll just have to wait and see. NOAA. That's the National Oceanographic. Let's try this again. National Oceanographic Atmospheric Association. NOAA. Uh, what are you chuckling at? <laughs> there, um, How long it took you to get that out? Yeah. It was, it, well, it's a long <laughs> phrase. And Anyway. Um, it's basically weather predictors and stuff like that. 
So NOAA forecasters see a respite for California. They go on, less extreme spring temperatures could mean gradual snowmelt and lower flood risks, according to experts. Um, but someone said the picture is relatively optimistic. All right. Uh, New York City, there's a lot of rental properties there, and um, somebody uh, of notoriety, um, or I mean who knows about this topic, is projecting that rents may increase by 16% in New York City. Wow. Well, it's uh, 948. Um, let's uh, turn to some other items in the news. Yemen. At least 78 people were killed and 77 were injured in a crowd surge in Yemen's capital of Sana'a, S-A-N-A-A. Authorities yesterday said residents had gathered at a school late Wednesday to receive cash donations from merchants during the Islamic holy month of Ramadan. The ruling Iran-backed, um, I don't know how to say this, Houthi rebels, H-O-U-T-H-I. I don't think I've seen that word before. Anyway, um, the Iran-backed rebels reportedly fired guns in the air in an attempt to control the crowd, hitting an electrical wire and causing ex an explosion that triggered panic. Um, families who lost a relative, according to the Houthis, Houthis, I, don't, I, I just don't know how this is pronounced. Anyway, families who lost a relative would receive um, uh, roughly $2,000 from that Iran-backed group of rebels. The battle continues for control of Sudan's capital of Khartoum between the military and opposition groups. So far, 330 people have died and thousands of civilians have escaped. The U.S. military is positioning forces in the country um, to possibly evacuate U.S. Embassy personnel from Sudan. I think we had mentioned that earlier. And um, so. And Ramadan coming to an end um, on the calendar. I think we did this story yesterday. The starship launches and then explodes. Um, but they still consider this SpaceX project a success. Well, I, uh, since we did it yesterday, I'm no, not sure we need to do it again. BuzzFeed. I've never heard of this. I have. Okay. It says, uh, BuzzFeed News shutters. BuzzFeed is shutting down its news division and will reduce its workforce by about 15%. Jonah Peretti is the CEO, and he wrote in a memo to staff yesterday that the parent company, BuzzFeed, which was founded in 2006, would continue to operate as a media organization focusing on HuffPost, which it acquired in 2020. Huh. Why have I... I don't know this BuzzFeed thing at all. Have you ever viewed it? I don't think I've ever viewed it, but I've just, I've just heard about it okay. from stuff that I've seen. 
Well, it says BuzzFeed News, the Pulitzer Prize-winning news division, was known for breaking major stories on issues such as China's mass detention um, of, of um, Uyghur, Uyghur, I don't know, all these tough words. Uh, but anyway, it's a group of Muslims. The outlet is also known for publishing the unverified steel dossier, uh, which claimed the Russian government had compromising information on the then president, uh, the then president-elect Donald Trump. It goes on, though. However, the company's social media-based news strategy failed to turn a profit, losing about ten million dollars per year. So the company has cut down on operations in recent years, including closing its Australia and United Kingdom offices back in 2020 and then cutting 12% of the staff uh, everywhere else in December. Oh, here's an interesting add-on to that. BuzzFeed has recently been experimenting with AI-written articles. AI, of course, artificial intelligence, and says it will now aim to ramp up its AI-generated content and sales. You know, we've had a lot of information about AI recently. Have you looked at it at all? Sort of, but not, like, willingly, if that makes sense. I just see, like, videos of, like... AI-generated, like, voices, stuff like that. And do they sound normal? Some of them actually do. There's some that don't, but a lot, quite a few of them do sound legitimate. So I could have a computer sitting in your chair, right? And I could ask it a question, and it would give me an answer, maybe. It would. And yet it's... Artificial intelligence. I think I'll stay with you. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Outdoor entertaining season is upon us. You know, in the last week or so, we've ended up sitting out on the um, side deck, uh, which is a big porch. It has a outdoor dining table and stuff like that on it. And... Um, uh, several, what would you call them, recliners or folding chairs anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's been really pleasant. It's time for warm weather entertaining, and this year you can do it right with, um, oh, I'll bet this is a commercial. It is. Okay. Well, anyway, I do like to sit outside. It's nice. In See, I've been out riding my four-wheeler yeah? out the past few days. Four-wheeler, huh? The yeah. motorized job, huh? Is it a real beefy one? A little bit. Okay. I wouldn't say it's too beefy, but it's it's probably medium beefy. I used to enjoy it up in the uh, the woods back on Fisher Road with Dale and Darla and Debbie and all of that. And, um, yeah. It's fun. Very fun. Um, yeah. All right. I have to mention, though, that my... My wife did not enjoy sitting behind me when I was doing that. All right. Okay, these items we've already done. Okay. Well, let's set this one over there. Um, Okay, so once again, the abortion pill remains in the news. The Supreme Court has um, um, extended the women's access to that pill until Friday, which is today at midnight. And then they are still considering whether to allow restrictions on uh, that medication to take effect while a legal challenge to the medication's FDA approval continues. Uh, so um, Justice Alito 
um, says, uh, he mentioned this Wednesday, that the court will act by tonight. Okay. Um, this story we've already had, which is where um, um, the U.S. is um, preparing for the possible evacuation of Americans from Sudan. This story we've already done, R the Russia-Ukraine thing. Let's see. President Biden convenes the fourth virtual leader-level meeting of the Major Economies Forum, the MEF, and uh, that's going to be convened on the topic of energy and climate today. He'll also meet with Colombian President Gustavo Petro. According to the White House, the leaders will work towards further economic and security co cooperation They'll also discuss um, joint efforts to combat climate change, counter narcotics trafficking, the regional migration challenge, and the promotion of democratic values and human rights. Meanwhile, sources are telling uh, the news media that the president is preparing to announce his re-election campaign, and that announcement is expected to occur next week. Wow, a lot of bad weather Wednesday, and uh, Oklahoma particularly uh, got clobbered. Um, and as I understand it, there is severe weather threats that continue today in some parts of the nation. But uh, here, I don't think we're in any particular problem. Tomorrow, though, rain. And that's not a problem, it's just a fact. All right, well, listen, folks, we appreciate you tuning in daily. Uh, I think next week we're going to have our phones working much better, finally. And uh, so we'll start taking calls. All right. Thanks for your help and have a great weekend. Get our 